It's the week of March 4th, and this is MASHcast number 83. edition of the mash those buttons mash cast i'm jared and i'm here with uh podcast host and staff writer nick zellenkevich hey how's everybody doing and also here we have a uh, guest host i guess at this point mikey kenny hey and see look at that like now that nick's back mike just sounds depressed <laughs> again like <laughs> that's I don't know if I should take offense at that. <laughs> Maybe Nick is the problem. Maybe Nick is the problem. I don't know. We may have to have like a little post cast mediation, uh, sort of sort all this out here. Like Mikey, I don't think you appreciate me as a person. Uh, Am I supposed to? Oh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this is Mashcast number eighty-three. And uh, we're doing something different this time. We're actually broadcasting live on Twitch TV right now. Oh, uh, crap. That means I have to keep my sensor bar on. Great. Okay. Gotta no, not on. really. I mean, you can still kind of say whatever we want to say. It's very hard to stop this before. Huh, it's true. So, this yeah. is very true. Could I kind of want to see what's going to happen here. You know, get some, hopefully get some people watching, get some comments going. And then, well, you know, we'll go from there. But... Uh, let's just start this the way we normally start the mash cast. Uh, Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been mo- well, not moving, but um, yeah. The, now the reason I haven't been on the mash cast last few weeks is I'm getting ready to move to Atlanta, so um, my game playing time has been fairly minimal. Uh, I did play a little bit more of Assassin's Creed, another twenty minutes. So I'm like forty minutes in. Three, like, one, yes. two, three, three, revelations. Three. The, okay. the, the, one, the, the one that sucks, but uh, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, so I'm I'm digging Hatham Kenway. He's pretty cool. I hope the, I hope he's awesome for the rest of the game. Um, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, and uh, I I can't even remember what else I've played in the last few weeks. It's it's uh it's it's a fun time. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. That's the only thing. You really, that's I guess is the only thing you really had. That, the that's the only thing I can remember of of note. Besides that, and you're unmentionable. Oh, did I mention I played uh, Mega Man Nine? I don't know if I, when that when I played that. Oh, uh-huh. no, I didn't. Like what? Why? Like what? Out of all the games, like, why did you play it, Mega it was, Man Nine? Because no, because uh, I never really played many of the Mega Man games, so it was free on PlayStation Plus. Uh-huh. So I played it a little bit, and I think I remember reading when that came out that it was designed to be really super hard. Yeah, and yeah, I, I tried a few stages and got my ass kicked. Did you get past <laughs> any of them? Nope. Well, that's a good start. I've never actually played Mega Man, any of the Mega Man games, long enough to actually beat a boss. Really? Yes. Ah. Yeah. So how, that's... how? How did your testicles drop? 
Like, how does that work if you never beat a Mega Man boss? They clamped them and jumped up. And then they fell. (laughs) Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Oh, man. Looks like... (laughs) Yeah, so we've actually... The reason why it took so long to get the broadcast going, um, guys, just to let you know, and sorry for those who waited around for the broadcast. He's back now, but I got to explain. Like, like, like Mike... Are a hate, 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 hate this program. What Skype? Yes. Oh well, as you couldn't tell, Mike has been having Skype problems, dropping in and out. I hope we. I just hope you never. You're not saying something important, and all of a sudden you just drop out. No, we'll just we'll just have to roll with it. I'm gonna uninstall and reinstall it after this is over, though. Maybe that'll uh... teach it a fucking lesson. Oh yeah, teach teach Skype a lesson. Well, while you're here, do you want to tell us tell us what you've been playing? While I'm still here, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I picked up Tomb Raider this week. Um, I've played maybe four or five hours, maybe give or take. It's pretty good. Um, I I don't know. I don't I don't want to spoil anything. She dies horribly, though, in so many different ways. It's almost like I want to fuck up on purpose just to see which way she's going to die. Is that bad? You're the type of person they were worried about. Wait, no, because I I thought uh, they even said, like, during the development that you're going to want to protect her and take care of her. And so you're openly saying that, no, you actually want to kill her repeatedly. (laughs) Mikey, he's talking to you, not me. See, I think he's gone. <laughs> I think he was like, you know what? I could go kill her now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike is just like, yeah, yeah, Mike? Uh, Mike? No, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, maybe, the, maybe. The joys of live TV. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, maybe he'll come back a little, a little, a little bit. Uh, but I guess I'll just go into what I've been playing. Um, so, oh, yeah, for those who are watching via Twitch, if you, I mean, you can watch through Facebook if that's how you caught the stream. But if you hop onto Twitch TV, you can actually get into the chat and kind of, I guess, talk with us as we're doing this, doing this thing. But uh, yeah, so uh, in terms of what I've been playing, uh, just a few things. Uh, I caught Maverick Hunter X, uh, which is a Mega Man game. So Mega Man Maverick Hunter X uh, on PSN for free for, for via PlayStation Plus, but it was for the Vita. So I've been playing that. Um, that game, Nick, is actually a lot easier. Well, in my opinion, Mega Man X or Maverick Hunter, in this case, is easier than probably any other Mega Man game. I, I did also get Mega Man 10 because the two of them were together. Right. Um, I just haven't played that one yet. So it's it's on my PlayStation. Okay. But, well, well that, I mean, no, no, it's not Mega Man 10. I'm talking about Mega Man X. It's a different game. Oh. Like, Mega Man, like, Maverick Hunter X is a remake of uh, Mega Man X. Okay, now the screen is all fucked up. I gotta fix that. Yeah, I'll just... I'll make it so that uh, you guys only see my face. Because they only want to see my face anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Until Mikey gets back. (laughs) How long can they stare at my and Mikey's pictures anyway? (laughs) I don't know. Like, the the little light comes on. So maybe that'll stimulate some brain cells. (laughs) Either way, but back to what I was saying. Oh, yeah, so I've been playing Maverick Hunter X. It's basically like a a 3D side-scrolling remake of Mega Man X, which I'm about halfway through now. It was never really a difficult game, so... But it was it's fun. It's fun to play. Uh, I actually... I bought Tomb Raider as well, and I just started playing it today because I was like, you know what, I want to have something to say about it, uh, you know, on the MASHcast. So I started playing it today, 
And, I mean, so far, I like it. I mean, when it starts up, I'm like, I almost immediately wished that I had gotten it on PC. Because of the way the graphics look on uh, on console. Like, it just does not look good on I console, heard, in my opinion. I heard there were problems with PC, but may have, it may have just been, like, one person okay. was making those comments. I uninstalled and reinstalled. That was fast. Wow. That was incredibly fast. Your pictures are back up now. You guys got to come together. You got to go apart. <laughs> Separate us to our corners. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was really that was a really fast reinstall. I know. I was. I, that's why I'm thinking maybe something was corrupt with my Skype. But anyways. Okay. Because well, as t- fast as it was to get rid of and then reapply. Oh. Well, I, I'm talking about what I'm playing now, so it's my time right now, Mikey. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thanks. So what did y'all? I'm just. Never mind. I'll. I'm talking. I'm actually talking about Tomb Raider too, as well, right now. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was just saying, like, you know, on the con- on console, it's very like uh, it just looks very dated. For PC, I know that the PC review copy was not released until release day, which kind of tells me that might be something wrong with it. You know, like that. That kind of put uh, that puts up a red flag for me when they do not. Uh, give reviewers review copies until the day of. Well, they said there was something going on with their hair physics that just wasn't quite right. Is that, I thought that was I thought that was like a joke. Is that for real? Oh, was that the joke? Oh, I thought it was a joke. Like when they said, that, I, "Oh yeah, I can't get the I hair physics right." I just read something and I was like, "I guess that's legit," but it sounds stupid. But whatever. Oh I don't know. okay. Mm. Um. So it, first of all, it re, in terms of how, not necessarily how it's played. But how it looks and the, the different things happen, it reminds me a lot of Dead Space. I'm not sure if it's the same thing for you, Mikey, but it's like the way the camera angles work when you go through certain parts, like you know, yeah. when, you, when you squeeze in through some rocks or something, or just the way she looks like, you know, you're moving her forward, but just the way her face is reacting to the environment, like you're moving her forward or left or right, and like she's looking around like, oh, where am I? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and like it, it, like it kind of really adds to it. There's almost no HUD. Actually, yeah. there is well, no HUD. There, well, until you switch weaponry, then there's a HUD, kinda. kinda. Yeah, kinda, kinda. There's, there's HUD, so it's not as good as Dead Space in that respect. But yeah, like it's almost like no HUD. You know, when you need to interact with something, it'll kind of like a, a button will appear next to what you want to interact with on screen. Yeah, they do a really good job at keeping you like in the game like there's very rare occasions when you're actually like leaving to go into a menu or anything kind of breaks you from the experience and i kind of like those experiences where Mm -hmm. i don't there's just one section where you're dealing with wolves i don't know if you've gotten to it yet but it's very it's pretty tense and oh go ahead i'll I'll, actually i want to talk about that but go ahead wait no go ahead no no you go ahead you finish what you're saying well, it's I don't know. I don't want to talk about it if no one's gotten to it yet. I don't really. Want I did to get to it. it. I just said I got to it. Well, there's there's like three different wolf sections though. Right. You're you're gonna be dealing with wolves like three different times, and there's like two tense moments involving it. Well, no, I mean, because I have already I, I dealt with wolves like the, the the first time when you meet them, and then now as I'm walking around, there's wolves all over the place. Okay, so you've gotten your leg caught in the thing. Yep. And okay, so you dealt with that. Yeah, that, I kind of like that scene. That scene was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a tutorial, but like they gave—I thought they gave it would have been cooler as a QTE sequence. I think. 
I hate the QTEs in this game, though, so I was happy it wasn't one. I like the QTEs so far. I hate the QTEs in this game. The QTEs game. have, like, dire consequences, man. <laughs> well, luck- luckily, like, but all the all the button presses have been triangle. Like, every last one's been triangle, so I've just been matching the oh, shit out of triangle. Really? Not for me. Like, I've had to move left, move right, kick dude. Well, okay, face. there's 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 movement, and then there's triangle to stop yourself from dying horribly. Like, triangle seems to be the universal, holy shit, you're about to die, press this button. Gotcha. <laughs> so so that's just for, for future reference. If I see a boulder falling down, I know the button's going to be triangle. Yeah, did you lose to that one? Because I did, and it looked really painful. I did the first time because I didn't realize I was going to go away so fast. Yeah, it goes by fast. You don't have much time to react. Yeah, like, and it was just like when I, I saw the first boulder fall on her, I was like, oh, man, she's dead. And then the second one's like, nope, now she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy shit. <laughs> Wait till you get caught in the stealth mission and see what happens. It's just like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I haven't gotten there yet. Like, right now, I'm... I'm I guess I'm, I think I'm looking for a way to reinforce like one of the weapons I have so I can use it. Oh yeah, you're just you're at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like, I haven't I haven't played for long, but yeah, like the just the the way they did it, like the way they present the game for the most part is actually very cinematic, you know, and um, reminds me a lot of Dead Space, especially like the deaths, the way you die. Yeah. You know, because and... Death Dead Space is pretty gruesome with the deaths. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dead space death. That's yeah. yeah. I, I do like that you could. I guess you could upgrade some of your skills, but mm-hmm. like there are some upgrades that just kind of make being a survivor not not a problem. Like the first weapon you get is a bow, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the first upgrade I'm gonna get? The upgrade that retrieve allows me arrows. to retrieve arrows. Like <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> is it. That's what I do. And I, I'll be anybody. If you want to play this as a true survivor, do not play on normal. I think you have no option but to play on hard. Yeah, it's boring. I've started on normal, and I'm kind of like, I think I'm a, on hard. Yeah, because like, like, it's it's too it's too easy. Like yeah. I'm I'm just like arrow, 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 headshot, yeah. headshot exactly, and then headshot. you go get your you just go get it, you know. Like, I actually, I started on normal, and then I, I stopped. I kind of wanted to get through it, but I stopped, and then I went back and played it, and then started on hard. It didn't, I, when I got to the part with the wolves, that's when I stopped, and then went back, and then played the beginning again on hard. See, I should have done that. No, I, I'm too, I feel like I'm too far in, and I just want to keep going. And right. If I want to do a replay through, I'll just play through it Living again. Hard. You know, I'm not a fan. They have, she has this thing called survival vision, and I'm not a fan Eagle of Eagle vision, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's like it's, it's, Eagle... Every game has this. I've kind of just gotten over it and just dealt with it. It's just like, ooh, they have some kind of special vision that lets them know where the fuck they need to go. Okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not digging it. that, like... I think it would have been a better game if you had to, like, because it's like, oh, use your survival vision to figure out where you came from so you can go back to camp. Like, no, fuck, remember it yourself. Use yeah, landmarks. That, that was pretty stupid. Like, but go like, pee on a bush or like, something. Honestly, I can't bitch about it because the mechanic is used, like, I could say, well, Eagle Vision, you know, it's practically fucking Eagle Vision. So if it, like if if no one bitches about eagle vision they can't bitch about survival instinct i don't think that's eagle vision's a little different like that has a major part in assassin's creed like that's a part of his bloodline and you can pit, you can find your target in a crowd with eagle vision like that's what made like you know his, his that's what makes his bloodline special but like with her she's just survival vision 
and she's yeah. never survived anything before. Yeah, you know, like, come on. She's a, but she's a croft, she's and a, she'll learn how to be a croft or whatever. Yeah, something like pull, that. You know. Yeah. Now, I had, like you know, the, everybody knows about like the controversy going around with uh, you know, well, before the game came out, I really haven't heard too much about it since the game came out. Because the uh, scene that they bitched about is literally nothing. I like, no, I haven't even gotten there yet. But I'm it's talking. Literally, it's literally nothing. But, but like, I'm, I'm talking, we'll talk about when you get to it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm talking about like you know her her groans and stuff like that when she's getting oh. shit kicked out of her. Yeah. Like you know, like I the first of all, like I barely even noticed it because most of the time the sound effects and music are overpowering her voice. Mm-hmm. Like you could barely hear it, you know. It really like seriously, like I, I it's it's not that big of a deal. And for some people who were saying, oh well, it sounds too sexual. You know when she, you know when she takes a hit. I'm like, what? Like, how, like who do you know that sounds that sound? like that? Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, who do you know that sounds like that when they're taking a hit? What kind of yeah. porn are you watching? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, like raise an eyebrow on that. But yeah, like yeah. in the game itself, like it is not exaggerated or anything like that. And like I said, the the the, the music just pretty much overpowers her voice in those aspects. You know what drives me crazy though that like I still point back to I'm like everyone saw the trailer where she like falls and she lands on that spike looking thing right she just yeah. pulls it out yeah I'm like bitch you tripping you're all up in this nasty ass water you have like an open wound you haven't patched that <laughs> shit up yet you got some kind of disease all up in that you're gonna die straight from that if you were anybody yeah because it's all up in there right Mikey. Yes. <laughs> is the disease what gives her survivor vision? <laughs> sure. You know what? Just sure. Yeah, I really wish you could have a camera, Nick, because I would love to see your face <laughs> while you're telling these bad jokes. I really would. I, oh, I that would. was that was a legitimate question. <laughs> yes. Totally yeah. legitimate. Yeah, but like, yeah, that her the the whole voice thing is it was overblown. Uh, actually, she, there's a part where she cries. Well, I imagine she cries a lot in this game, especially in the beginning. There's a part yeah. where she cries, and the, you know the girl who did her voice is um, also on Grey's Anatomy, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, she cries the same exact way on Grey's Anatomy. Totally <laughs> recognized it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. How, how would you know that? I watch Grey's Anatomy. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell anybody. You got a problem with that? That I watch Grey's Anatomy? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> exactly. I I didn't ask the question. I don't care. But um, yeah, but that's what I've been playing. Actually, no, I'm sorry. One more game. I, I actually spent a lot of time playing this weekend. Insurgency, uh, which everybody's probably like, well, people who know, like, oh, isn't that a mod for Half Life Two? No, actually, yes, it is. But this is actually it was actually supposed to be Insurgency Two, and they just re we rebranded it to Insurgency because the the actual name of the mod was Insurgency Modern Infantry Combat, or Modern Combat Infantry, something like that. So that was the name of the mod. This game was just called Insurgency. So remember a couple of months ago, Nick, I was like, what happened to the Insurgency 2 Kickstarter? And you're like, oh, it failed. I was like, oh, sad face. But um, yeah, so actually, even though the Kickstarter failed, they pushed forward and they released early access beta for Insurgency. And that's pretty much what I was playing all week. And actually, I'll have a preview on the site on Friday, I think. And for anybody who hasn't played Insurgency before, I guess the best 
way I can put it is it is a mixture or a combination of like Battlefield and Counter Strike. And it takes it takes like the tacti- it takes like the tactical combat or tactical shooting from Counter Strike and mixes it with the teamwork of Battlefield. Like there's no super large levels or anything like that, but the teamwork like you you the, you have to work with a team. You really do because it's it's to get a point it's very fast, but you also lose points very very fast. So you need to communicate with your teammates you know, say, hey, I'm over at A, is anybody going to B? Or is anybody going to C? Who's at C? Like, you know, and based on the communication you have with your group or with your team, we'll determine, well, maybe I should stay at A and defend, or maybe I should move on to another point. You know, you have to know how many people are in each area to, uh, you know, to to so that you can, I guess, defend evenly or get the points that you need. But, um, yeah, so it's just you also with your with your team like in terms of communication like it's it'll be a really good idea for them to tell you where people are like if somebody walks into a point and gets shot like okay there's a guy in there be careful because other than that like you can you can find yourself getting killed a lot um but yeah a lot of teamwork a lot of teamwork actually more teamwork than if you played uh you know Battlefield or Counter Strike um because Counter Strike man like one person can't carry a team. And insurgency, one person cannot carry the team. Like you have to work together. Uh, but the thing that, in terms of like what I, what I think it takes from Counter Strike, is that you're you're not gonna just be running around a level. Like running around will get you killed like that. Um, basically, what you need to do is like you kind of need to move from cover to cover. But there's no cover system. It's a first person shooter. So you know you you like you'll peek up over a car. You'll look to see if the if it's clear. You'll run to the next cover spot so that you can get from one place to another. Like, this is one level where you have to go into, like, a parking garage, and the parking garage has cars all over the place. And that is one of the... It's one of the most fun levels I've played in a video in a first-person shooter ever. Like, multiplayer. Because, like, there's so many places for somebody to be, so many places for you to check. The game does lighting very well. So, like, somebody... Like, there have been times where I've killed people being, like, you know, 10 feet in front of them. 15 feet in front of them because I'm in a shadow and I'm prone in the shadow. They just can't, they can't see me until I start firing, you know? So like now, like, you know, when you go around certain corners and you see like a dark spot, you know, you, you can lean in that game. So you kind of have to like peek over and lean, but like, is that, is that a guy or is that a bush? <laughs> like, you know, you, you have to ask yourself these questions, you know, like, is that a gun or is that a plant? <laughs> sometimes you'll shoot over there just to see what happens and accidentally give yourself away like I, I one a couple well, more than once I, I shot at something I thought was a person just to alert the sniper that could kind of see in that area and then he just like plucked me down real quick <laughs> you know I'm like oh I guess that wasn't a person but I should not fire so, <laughs> it would be a bad idea for me to fire it's it's a lot of fun it it's very early beta. Like it doesn't look that great. The sound effects of the guns aren't that great um, yet. But the 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 sound effects are cool. Like when people are shooting past you and bullets are whizzing past your head. If you have headphones on, that sounds really good. When people suppress you, like you know, just firing in your direction or you know, past your cover to make you stay down, it's like you hear the bullets pelting against like you know the wall 
or sometimes you hear the bullets pelting against the dirt. It sounds very distinctive. It is very, very nice. So I am looking forward to continue to play that game. So usually we go in the news from this, but Mikey, like, you want to finish what you were playing when we already talked about Tomb Raider? What else you got? Uh, I just played Gravity Rush for like an hour. Oh, that's about it. That's about it. Uh, you, yeah, actually, I, I, mean, uh, I can't make a comment on it. It's kind of cool, but like I don't have a feel for it. An yet. hour in that game is nothing. It really yeah. is. Like, you are just scratching the surface in that game. Like I, yeah, I haven't done shit, so. Yeah, okay. So you really don't have anything to talk about then? No, just the usual. Okay, alright. Well, let's just uh, let's move on to the topics then. Let's uh, go into that. So, not a very busy week last week, or, you know, I guess from the time we did the last podcast to this podcast. But uh, there have been a, a couple things. Uh, one, Assassin's Creed 4 is coming out that was leaked, and then Ubisoft just kind of broke down. It's like, okay, fine, it's coming out. Here are, here's the cover, and then, you know... Here's some shit. Yeah, pretty much, that's that's what it's like, yeah. You got us! Like, that's pretty much uh, what they uh, what they did. Uh, but apparently, like, you know, this was something that the, uh, the press had already knew. Like, oh, a lot of yeah. the gaming press had already knew. Like, they were already informed that uh, the new Assassin's Creed was called Black Flag, and there was actually a press event and everything for, for I guess, the, the mainstream gaming press, and they were all under embargo, and they couldn't say anything. And uh, yeah, Nick, he brought up an article that Ben Kuchera, he published, you know, talking about how the uh, the games media had to pretty much act like they did not know that this was legit. That's so stupid. <laughs> they had to act like they were like, oh man, like oh we got this leak, you know, because I think Kotaku was the one that broke the leak. Because it's not like Kotaku as a whole knew. Kotaku as a whole did not know about this. I think one guy from their office went to this secret press event, and then he was under embargo, so he couldn't say anything. And another press person at Kotaku uh, got this information from a third party. I think what was it? A poster? It was a. It was like a a poster of the cover. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna say. Well, it's a. I think it was like the poster of the GameStop pre-order bonus or something. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I was gonna say game, it's probably a GameStop employee. So, because uh, that's actually a lot of leaks come from that GameStop and sometimes Best Buy. Yeah, all those pre-order bonuses. Stop doing it. <laughs> if you don't want to. <laughs> me with a me with a straight face, just like bulge-eyed. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Yeah, you know, the Kotaku broke this story that, you know, is this the next Assassin's Creed? One person in their office definitely knew that that was the next Assassin's Creed, and pretty much they just had to, I guess some outlets altogether knew, but they had to just pretend that they did not know, which I guess it was interesting. But Ben Kachera's article was primarily about how, I guess it sucks for the games media because, you know... They they were under embargo, so they couldn't say anything, and now all their preparations to make these huge announcements is all wasted. Yep. You know, well, I don't know. Like over here, we really don't do news like that, so it really, I, I don't feel that pain. But I, I guess really? I can I can see how that sucks. You know, long time we're under embargo is when we get something before it it comes out, really. Yeah, like review, we, like we we've gotten review embargoes. Yeah, but like you know, not 
Actually, no, I have gotten one news embargo. But the news embargo was set for like, it was like a day in advance. It was like a day ahead for a major patch that was coming out. You know? But nothing like like Assassin's Creed. They give the, the, you know, they do like a meet, an announcement, you know, like a press event a week in, in advance. Like nothing like that. Yeah. And, and on top of that, like maybe this what this is what's gonna happen is they're gonna stop sending press material, well, not press material, but like um, like promotional material to GameStop and Best Buy way in advance. They might stop doing that. Yeah, they kind of need to stop doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they want to keep this crap secret because yeah, GameStop employees don't have to like they they do it all the time. They click pictures and then post it and under yeah. such and such name on Reddit or something, you know. Shit gets out. <laughs> yeah, but why? Why would you even do that anyway? Like, why? Why does GameStop need their posters this far in advance? Just to make sure they, they have them when they yeah, make they the wa- announcement. Yeah, they <laughs> want to make the announcement, and they want to have the posters up in the store when the announcement is made, so that people, yeah, because yeah, so that when people are coming in, like, hey, are you gonna like, you know, have that new Assassin's Creed? Well, sure, you can pre-order it right now. Like, yeah, that's basically and people don't want. even know anything about it except for a trailer. But everyone gets so pumped about a trailer that they'll slap five dollars down on that game right now. I'm pretty sure. sure there's a bunch of pre-orders on it without oh, absolutely anyone even seen gameplay yet. Of course, and then and then they'll be all pissed when the the game sucks, and they're like, you know, how come you told us this game was going to be awesome based off the you know the brief demo that you got to see at some secret press event? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, aliens. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, now you never know. Now they might be treading carefully now, because actually even Polygon said, yeah, we didn't see any actual gameplay. So we're, we'll see what happens. But, um... Of course they didn't see gameplay. We won't see gameplay until E3, probably. Yeah, I'll say we're yeah. going to see gameplay uh, during E3, but actually uh, Polygon had an... I'll, uh, I guess I, could, I would call it extensive, you know, like an extensive uh, thread, or not thread, but extensive preview of Assassin's Creed, you know, what to expect. Uh, I guess a, a couple of highlights from that. Uh, first of all, the you play as, you play as Haytham Kenway, sorry, you play as Edward Kenway, who is Haytham's dad. That's who you play as in uh, Assassin's Creed 4. So, you know, we all know that, well, I'm not going to spoil it. I was, I, was gonna, I was about to drop a major spoiler right here in the match cast, and I'm like, eh, maybe I shouldn't. So wait, has there ever been an instance then of, like, you getting to play as an assassin and his father in the series? No, not direct father, no. Like, That's you, always ancestors. Like an ancestor. ancestor. Like, you went from Altair to Ezio, and there's a major, like, a major, like, time lapse between the two. And then, uh, yeah, because I mean, well, uh, Ezio's dad, Giovanni, he was an assassin, but you never get to play as him. Actually, you you, you barely know the guy, and then they, they string him up. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so now you're playing as as Haytham's dad, uh, Edward Kenway. Uh, and apparently, like, he's not, like, an assassin, assassin like we're used to. Like, well, I guess, technically speaking, Connor wasn't like that, like, wasn't the assassin, kind of like, we used to, like, big into the order, like, you know, Altair was like yeah. Assassin's Order, I'm the leader, and Ezio, like, as he, you know, as Developed. he developed, he became heavy, he, he uh, you know, was heavy into the Order. With Connor, it was just, it's kind of like, 
uh, I learned how to be an assassin, and I'm just looking for the person that killed my somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, another another spoiler. I, I just drove around that real quick. Sorry about that, folks. But um, the yeah. spoiler cast. Yeah, the spoiler cast. That's what, that's what's going on. I'm trying very hard not to spoil it. Which aren't aren't spoilers a form of an embargo? No, because it's not written. I could spoil everything right now about Assassin's Creed Three, but I'm not gonna. Well, yeah, and, and people can leak what they know, and they're not going to. I mean, it's, it's a little more legally binding, but it's, it's well. Sort of the embar- same that's the thing is, embargo is legal. Like I, I'm under no embargo to tell you everything about Assassin's Creed Three. Yep, I know. I mean, well, here it is. I appreciate you, get, you guys trying not to spoil the game for me and anyone else out there may have played, but I feel like at this point the game's been out long enough. That it's no, it hasn't. No, not, not no, nearly it, long it, enough. It, there, there, really? I, give, I give people a year. Like, you have a year to be wow. something. I give people more than a year. Like, a couple, like uh, sometime last year during one of the bash casts, Rob dropped a spoiler about ep- Half-Life 2 Episode 2, and I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, there's no embargo on spoil. I mean, there's no like limit on spoilers for me. Like the you, I will never give away a spoiler unless it's like super duper old. Like, yeah, Darth Vader's Luke's father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you like, know, what, though, I will, I will still not tell people Bioshock's ending. Yeah, yeah, that's. There's yeah. just something. There's just something about like I will never let anyone. Like, I don't care if everyone knows it. I, I just don't want to mention. Or talk about it. There are certain spoilers that if you if you tell somebody it can ruin part of the game. Like they were like, like well, the one about who gets killed in a, in Assassin's Creed Three isn't like a, a, no. a crazy spoiler, but the, you know there is a spoiler that we almost ran into a couple minutes ago that really it, it's like a huge difference. Like it, it would have mm. been a huge like mood setter, or it's supposed yep. to be a huge mood setter um, when you when you actually see it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, Edward Kenway, he's not huge into the Assassin's Order, apparently. Like, he's mainly a pirate that's an assassin, as mm-hmm. opposed as opposed to an assassin that does pirate stuff. And uh, based on what I'm reading from this preview, his enemies aren't even Templar. His enemies are just rival pirates. They actually, they call it in the in the in the preview a pirate simulator. So. I don't know Why how it's Assassin's of... Creed. Like yeah. I don't. I, this is I, so many original IPs could come out of all these Assassin's games, and then they just turn to Assassin games. You know, but I think that that maybe that's one of the things they kind of make the point at the end of the article where they talk about how it's 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 its own Assassin's Creed Four, but it's still subtitled Black Flag, and they kind of compare that to like Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, where you know that sort of went off and became its own franchise and so it almost seems like maybe they're kind of using this to launch the black flag franchise and they're just kind of slipping it out through assassin's creed so you think they're going to do with assassin's creed 4 they did with two like do like a revelations and brotherhood kind of thing have three games based off black flag i seem to remember i seem to remember around the time that assassin's creed 3 was launched they were saying that they had a lot of material that they could mine and and I, I, the game i know it spans like almost 50 years and I, I got the impression there that there was a lot within that time frame that they could go back to. Well, yeah, I mean, the renaissance of the colonial war is a huge gap of time that they could yeah. just fill. Yeah. So. And, 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 and I, I almost and I, I wouldn't I almost wouldn't be surprised if they get 
Well, I mean, granted, I guess, you know, Assassin's Creed 3 was a bit of a disappointment in some regards. It's still, I mean, it still sold well, right? It was still a... Uh, yeah, financially, sold. whether it's sold it well on shouldn't hype. have sold well, but I mean, <laughs> it's because well, it was coming off of two, and everyone was excited about it because it's like, okay, two is, I mean, two and Brotherhood, and I mean, Revelations wasn't like amazing, but it wasn't bad. It was better and, than like, three. It's, I mean, exactly. So like, everyone went into this like, okay, it's three, it's a fresh start, it's not Ezio. They're gonna do what they did with two and revitalize this shit, and that didn't happen. <laughs> No, it did not. Um, so it looks like they're trying to revitalize it again, but I don't know if I like the direction that they're kind like of they're pirates, going. But... I mean, it would be different if you released Assassin's Creed 4 and then this was an offshoot of that, but it's really not. Like, you, Desmond's not even in the game. Desmond's well... not in the game. Like, we're not going to talk about the end of Assassin's Creed 3, but <laughs> I'll just say this. If what happens at the end of Assassin's Creed 3 is the is is a is like a like set in stone, that is the final thing that is happening. Like there's no twist in the next one. Fuck that game, and fuck that series. Like that is so. It's a huge cop out. You know, and you know they're doing like a clean sweep, clean slate kind of thing. But that's, that's it's still case. a cliffhanger with what happens at the end of Assassin's Creed Three. It's still a there's, huge cliffhanger. If, there was a cliffhanger at the end of all of them that end up being yes, stupid. That is that true. Never that never really get fully fledged out. But the whole, that's the thing I'm saying is like, the, with that ending, it's just a terrible ending. It's worse. I agree. It, was, it leaves it them in a worse situation than the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it does. It really does. Like, at least at the end of Empire, you can We're still, totally feel, ruining this you can still feel kind of like, good. No, 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 because it, no. <laughs> And I'm talking about the I, overall feeling I here. I don't play this shit anymore. No, no, in all honesty, you're not, because I'd heard a lot of these complaints to varying degrees. Um, even before I purchased, well, actually, I didn't purchase the game, it was a gift, but even before I obtained the game. So, I mean, I'm not surprised by any of this, and I went into the game know, full, knowing full well that the story is a bit of a, I guess is a bit of a disappointment. But at the same time, though, I know, you know, a lot of the people making those complaints have been following its, you know, the story since the first one. So I'm kind of right. trying to see how does this all feel as somebody who's just interested in playing through the revolution and seeing all that kind of stuff. And how does this whole extra story about the Templars and all that, how does that all tack on top of that? So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about three <laughs> because <laughs> I can bitch about that game all day. But like in this game, for like, you know, Desmond is not in the game. You actually play as you play as an an Abstergo employee, or sorry, you don't play as an Abstergo employee. You play as um as somebody who's using the the Animus at Abstergo as a part of Abstergo Entertainment, so maybe as an employee, and you're using the Animus to research uh, Edward. But then I, I thought about this a little bit before the match cast. If use the if you can use the Animus to research Edward. That means he's your ancestor, which means that person is related to Desmond. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, but... So whatever comes from that, like, you know, that person is related to, De to Desmond. So who knows? They may get rid of... They may stop using Desmond altogether and just use this person here, whoever he is. Cousin. Miles. Whatever they want to do. But supposedly this game is supposed to be completely open world. Like, completely open world, more open world than any of the other Assassin's Creed. Like, you're supposed to go anywhere, 
do whatever you want to do. They say that you could take the ships and just sail the open seas and get into fights and battles. That's the only thing that intrigues me about this game is that, okay, they took they took the best thing from Assassin's Creed 3 and now they're running with it. So you know what boggles my mind is they took the best thing from Assassin's Creed 3 and ran with it. Bef- and this was probably this is obviously while in development of Assassin's Creed 3, like had to have been going like side by side as fast as it came out. But no one even realized how good the naval combat was until after Assassin's Creed 3, and now it seems like, oh, well, I'm glad we did a whole game about fucking naval combat now. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Well, I mean, they might have realized it when they were developing it, and they were like, okay, you know what? We could do so much more with this. How much of an ass feeling would they be if they'd be like, we got this pirate game, and everyone hated our naval combat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's when you just call it Black Flag, and you take the Assassin's Creed stuff out, and you go with that. What? What? That's when you just call it Black Flag and you get rid of the Assassin's Creed 3. Oh. oh, okay. And you just go with that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Like, I, told, like, I told you guys when, Assassin's Creed, when uh, I was playing Assassin's Creed 3, if they have like just a straight-up naval combat, like I would buy that game because naval combat was really good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm excited for the for the naval combat stuff. I'm not necessarily excited for the game though. So maybe the naval combat will actually carry more. Well, it's, it is actually going to carry more weight in the game. Like apparently, like you, you know, as you're going from mission to mission, because you'll have to hop in your ship and go to different places to do different missions. And you, it, on missions, like they apparently there's like a dynamic system where sometimes ships will show up and sometimes they won't to fight. You know, so I like, yeah, yeah. I like the one example they gave of, of running into like a, a, a large ship and then having to lure it over to like a nearby, uh, like a nearby storm, in order to get it damaged, so you could then take it out. Mm, like yeah. As far as like using like the environment is in, in your. In your combat. I wonder if they're gonna do something like where you can build a fleet, like you know, instead of just having like you know assassin, like uh, you know, I guess assassin recruits, you could build a fleet of ships. That would be awesome if you could do that. That would be pretty cool, but I mean, I mean, pirates and shit. I guess it's cool, but I would have loved if they would have did like an Assassin's Creed and like you know, Japan. So you're saying you would prefer ninjas over pirates? I would. I would prefer ninjas <laughs> over pirates. They miss a huge opportunity. Like oh, they need to do one in Japan, and it needs to be like super stealth oriented, like true ninja shit. You know. Like Mark of the Ninja ish. <laughs> uh, that's the best way I would I would prefer to be in Japan than pirates. Why am I thinking that they 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 said something about that, or I, or maybe was it just around the time of Assassin's Creed Three? People were speculating, and they were like, maybe the next one will be Japan. And they're like, oh, they, uh, people were just speculating around Assassin's Creed Three. Uh, Ubisoft did a survey, uh, I think, while Brotherhood was out, regarding what's the next time period you want us to do. And the fucking revolution won. And I'm like, are you serious? Huh. I, I can't believe that it actually won. I was like, I was, Japan's going to win, no doubt, for Assassin's Creed, but apparently not. So, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much we Like, do we know more than we have? You know, we they, they dropped a lot of information on Assassin's Creed, but I'm, I'm sure during E3 is when we're going to find that, find the most of the information out. Uh, and see some real gameplay. You know, oh, real you did, I don't think you mentioned the best part. Which best part? The whale hunting. Oh yeah, Peter is. <laughs> they are really happy about that. 
<laughs> yeah, you can like wail in that game, apparently. And PETA is not like they're like, oh, you're encouraging wailing. Yeah, because everybody who buys this game is like, oh fuck, I I wailed in Assassin's Creed. I I need to go wail in real life. You know, like me, I you know that naval combat. I'm like, oh man, I'm quitting my job and getting a ship. <laughs> you know, <laughs> load the cannons, batten down the hatches. No, yeah, they they need to get a job, a real job. Didn't say one thing about all the people you kill <laughs> in that game. Just, just the fact. Oh my God, they're killing whales. You know, virtual whales. Virtual this is the—that's the best kind of whaling. That's what they should be encouraging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. Actually harmed in the filming of this product. Um, actually, I'm surprised they didn't say anything about the hunting and the skinning and what you could do in Assassin's Creed Three because that was actually pretty in depth. You know, you could put some food down, you could trap the animal, and then you come and kill him. <laughs> you know. So. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, over, I guess over the next few, well, more than a few weeks, we'll learn a lot about Assassin's Creed. I wonder if they're going to have anything at PAX. I didn't, I need to check the booth list to see if, they, if anything's going to be there. And we'll let you know. But moving on from Assassin's Creed 4, let's talk about Dead Space 4, which may or may not have been cancelled. You know, it's, it's actually some speculation. Well, I'll, I'll start like this. Originally, it was reported, and I think it was reported by VideoGamer.com, uh, that Assassin's Creed 4, <laughs> that Dead Space 4, had been canceled. Period. And it was due to poor sales of Dead Space 3. Which would kind of go in line with what EA's been doing. Uh, not EA's been doing, but like what's been happening with EA... Uh, they closed well, Visceral Studios. Yeah, well, not not the whole studio. Like, what was it? Their Los Angeles office for Visceral, Mikey? Uh, I don't think it was the Los Angeles office. I think it was. Wasn't it like Visceral? I thought it was Visceral UK. Oh well, yeah, one. Of the, I thought it was in Los Angeles, but uh, I was probably wrong. Um, but they, they did. They did close like, at least one of the Visceral Studios. Um, and that, you know, that could be anything that could have been something else in the works. Anyway, they could have said a long time ago, we're going to close that office and, you know, but we'll just wait for them to finish whatever they're doing on dead space or if they're helping with assets or whatever. So that could be anything that's not, that's not concrete, but it does go along with the whole thing. Like, oh, well, dead space three didn't sell so well, which has only been out for about a month now. But I think it's it sold 26% less than Dead Space 2 in the same amount of time. And that's what the, the worrying thing is. Uh, so far, EA has not given any, given any like financial data or like official financial data on Dead Space 3 and how the sales did. But we do know that it has sold 26% less than Dead Space 2 in the same amount of time. Uh, yeah, but there's like, a couple other things like they're... they're Source said, because of course they're anonymous, uh, saying that you know that the the whole generic ammo thing was shoehorned in at the last second so that they could put the microtransactions in the game. That's so fucking stupid. And that makes that makes sense. So like, that wasn't a part of the of the design in the in the beginning. It was just something that they squeezed in there. It was forced in there, I should say, at the last second. So, but oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. I was gonna say I'm just gonna guess then that they didn't make enough money off the microtransactions to offset the loss of sales from pissing everybody off by 
putting in microtransactions. But you know what? I, I don't even think the loss of sales was just from the microtransactions. I think everybody saw, like, the showing at E3 that showed nothing but action, but then them still saying, oh, it's still scary. But then you had the reviews coming out saying that's not a scary game. Like, it's not a scary game. It's just, it's an action game, and, like, you're pushing the fan base away, you know? Yeah. Not more anymore. Well, that's, how much of, like, Dead Space original sales do you think were were bolstered by the fact that it was one of the few remaining, you know, AAA horror titles left? Well, I think that is the, that is the thing. Like, I, I, I liked the original Dead Space, because Dead Space wasn't, like, really scary, scary, but it was suspenseful. It was, uh, it was thrilling, you know? Not to mention the way they did their cinematics, and now it's not there the same way it was. Like, it's definitely more, you know, cover, shoot, cover, shoot, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's it's really, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same it was. And I think that it didn't help. I'll tell you that much. It did not help nope. uh, with those sales. Like, they're, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why they do this, why they think... Just because you make the game more action-oriented, people who like action games are going to play it. Because the thing is, like, you're on the third Dead Space, okay? You're on the third one. It has a reputation that goes with it. Dead Space has a reputation for horror. So when you go, people are, you know, basically the horror fans are going to pay attention to the game. And when they hear that it's an action game, they're not going to buy it. But the action people aren't even really looking into it. You know, they're not really looking into that game in the first place, so they'll never hear, well, they're never here, but it's less likely that they'll hear that the game is actually more action-based now. You know? Like, I know people who won't play Dead Space because they think it's a horror game. Like, it's like oh, yeah, I don't want to get scared while I'm playing. You know? But that's, I was going to say something really well, mean, but I'll, I'll save it. <laughs> no, no, be mean, be mean. No, 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 no. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. First live broadcast, I'm going to let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... No, but that's the thing, like... That's why I think, you know... Like, flipping your game over like that is just a bad idea. Well, there's even the money quote from uh, Frank uh, Jabot, anyway, where he says, uh, we have to be very paranoid about making sure we don't change the experience so much that we lose the fan base. Right, and that's exactly what they did. So I mean, to a degree, they were aware of it, but they kind of, you know, went ahead anyway. And they, you know, I guess fundamentally, I guess you could almost say that Dead Space, you know, was done with Dead Space Two. Like once the decision was made to turn it into an action franchise, then that was it for the original Dead Space, and you got this kind of this bastard zombie Dead Space that came out, nobody bought, and you know, now there probably won't be a Dead Space Four. Well, actually, uh, the the source also said that they they were ordered to make it more action oriented, so it would be more like uh, Mass Effect and have a broader appeal. That's yeah. what they were told to do. Now, like I said, it's a source; it's not confirmed. Like EA would never admit to that in the first place. No, <laughs> but that's what uh that's what the source is saying. Yeah, it's stupid, but he's probably right. Yeah, that sounds exactly up like exactly up a uh, you know publisher's alley. Like we wanted to have a broader audience, make it more like Mass Effect. So how come <laughs> they didn't launch any of these into space before they released the game? Because <laughs> Mass Effect was already big. 
Actually, did did anybody catch any of those? <laughs> like, like that, uh, that you brought it up. I remember reading that article. They were do that. They were going to launch the copies into the stratosphere and then let them come down. Did anybody get any? They probably killed a pigeon or something. <laughs> you know, kill the pigeon, get sucked into an airplane engine. Exactly. Let the rest land in the Hudson. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, it's terrible. Because they know they can't do shit like that over San Francisco, thanks to THQ. <laughs> Good <laughs> that job on that. Those red balloons. Oh yeah, my those God. red balloons. Yeah, but so Dead Space 4 may be canceled, but according to DEA, EA said that is totally false, not true, that we, we did not cancel Dead Space 4. And so, you know, I, I don't know. Well, We'll see if there's a Dead Space 4, but maybe now there has to be a Dead Space 4. Maybe that Look, was the whole point of this thing. Tell them that Dead Space a, 4 is canceled, so there's an uproar, and then people are like, and then you know, EA's like, well, no, no, we're totally making it, and then they make a Dead Space 4. I saw someone post this, and I agree with them. If they can make a freaking another army of two, they'll make another freaking Dead Space. Yeah, I think it's because how much money they think they need to put into it. I don't know why they think they need to put so much money they and don't advertise in these games like they don't dead space one did great with like i don't even remember how much advertisement it had like zero like a little bit yeah actually i did read that they that not it not had recently. less advertising than mirror's edge did yeah like um not recently but a, a while back that ea said in order for it to continue the dead space franchise that dead space 3 would need to sell 5 million copies and that seems like a huge jump from the 2 million that dead space 2 sold yeah, that's two only sold two million copies. So yeah, that, that, that it's, it seems like a huge jump to go from like oh it has to make five it has to sell five million copies so that you know we can justify you know making it again like really like how Stupid. much money is that like five like what was it, five million copies of, of Dead Space was like you know what was like five zero 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 zero. <laughs> times what was that sixty bucks? Let's say everybody buys a regular one. That's like three hundred million dollars. You need three hundred million dollars to recoup Dead Space? Well, it costs <laughs> one hundred fifty thousand for one fighting game character. Who knows? I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, that Kickstarter. I was like, hundred. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of weird, but I was like, hey, if you guys want to pay for it, <laughs> like more power to you. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, like three hundred. That's like three hundred million dollars. Really? Yeah, that's that's your recoup from Dead Space. Maybe this is getting a little out of control, guys. You know, just a why, little bit. I know. Like, why can't they be good executives and just spend all their money on cocaine, as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing like cocaine, as opposed to you know Dead Space. <laughs> too too much too much Dead Space, guys. Dead Space kills. Dead space kills. This yeah. is your brain. This is your brain on dead space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, I guess we'll see what happens uh, with dead space. Now that EA said it's definitely not true, that I'm pretty sure that they're going to have something in the dead space franchise happening, whether it's dead space four or not, it has remained to be seen. But I am looking forward to that uh, earnings call <laughs> to see how dead what happened with dead space. Uh, but um, besides Dead Space, let's talk about a dev survey that happened uh, with GDC developers. Uh, with GDC actually, I believe it happens shortly after PAX this year. Um, 
usually I think usually DC is before PAX, but this year I believe it's after PAX. Uh, so they did a survey of the attendees, um, and it looks like based on their survey, 58% of attendees next games are going to be on smartphone or tablet, and only 14% are going to be on console. And the reason we're bringing this up is because I don't know. I, I had to see at least three or four articles talking about how consoles are already dead. But even hold on, I just want to say I am say, so tired of hearing that. Wait, I, I just want to say you're 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 misquoting the statistics. Okay, fifty-eight percent of the of attendees' next games coming to smartphones or tablets. It says consoles top out at fourteen percent. So okay. they're combining smartphones and tablets together, and then they're giving you just the highest percentage for a console, just one console, not all consoles. There are other consoles that come in, what, I think it's a 13.9 for the 360, and then you get the PlayStation 3 at 12.4, so right there you're already at like 26%. So it's they, – they, they've phrased the numbers here. This, this is a terrible article. Well, I shouldn't say it's a terrible article, but – it's it, this is one of those articles where you know how they say like you can you know like make your argument and then manipulate st- the statistics to back right. up your argument. This is what they do um, because even then, just looking at some of the base numbers and then trying to sort of like sift through what do those numbers mean, you can tell that the way they're phrasing this stuff, they're they're they have an agenda here. And and I mean and and right there, just in the the headline, as I pointed out, to make it look like oh you know fifty eight, that's almost you know that's almost what four, you know four or five times as big as fourteen, and and so you know it looks like you know mobile games are going to take over, and that's not really the case. And and even then, I mean, because the one thing I was looking at when they go and when they actually break down the numbers as far as what's coming out next, um, you know which which system are you working for next. You know, you know, looking at the numbers, as I said, you know, 13.9 for Xbox, 12.4 for PlayStation 3. You have 11.3 for the, you know, the Durango, uh, 10.8 for the PS4. You know, it, it, I, I guess my question is, how do you count a game that's coming out for all those systems or multiple of those systems? There didn't seem to be any allowance for that, and yet they don't, and then they don't give enough numbers to really be able to say if the numbers actually add up to 100%, or presumably they add up to more if you can have games coming out from multiple systems so i'm personally after reading this article i really want to see the actual survey and results itself without any interpretation right well i guess if you, if you take the numbers at their base like you know let's say playstation 3 12 percent PlayStation 4 10 percent which actually i thought that would be bigger for playstation 4 but regardless uh wii u at six percent if you take that at its base it still doesn't equal that 58 percent for you know tablets and and smartphones so still looks big like almost 60 percent of their attendees which if you look at gdc as a representation of the industry that it sets a huge tone but again we know go ahead go ahead i was gonna say actually i get i get i get up to 53 (laughs) percent and they said and that's uh they said 50 yeah they said no it's 58 percent my bad yeah it's 58 percent it's close it's close enough But uh, you know the thing about GDC, and we you know we talked about this briefly before the before the show. But uh, most of those developers, like what was it? Uh, actually, I, I had it I had the number say forty six percent of all attendees reported working for companies of ten people or less, and fifty three percent of the attendees. That's where you, where you probably got the fifty three percent from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they identify as being indie developers, so they don't work with big publishers. You know, big publishers are the ones that are still are you know the ones that kind of they do drive console 
for the most part. For now, we'll see what happens with the next gen and you know how well Microsoft and Sony play with the indie developers. But um, yeah, so you know most of them are indie devs. They don't have big pockets to make these AAA blockbusters or AA blockbusters or A blockbusters. You know, for the most part, because for okay, let's let's, let's admit it. Like for every Bastion that comes out, how many are like? Not Bastion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot. Can, can you put that into a Venn diagram? <laughs> Bastion, <laughs> not Bastion. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, you know, that, that most indie developers don't have pockets like that. So, of course, they target things that are, one, easy to, easy to publish for. Like, you know, it's easy to publish to a smartphone. It's easy to publish to a tablet. And the install base is high. You know, you got like the Oya, Ouya coming out. It's that's gonna have a high install base because that's an Android, you know, based game. Steambox is probably gonna be easy to publish for. You know, like all these, all these things are gonna be easy to publish for, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. And then you don't have to put a lot of money into the game itself because, I mean, you know, you do a game for a smartphone or a tablet. Not gonna be that graphically intensive. The input, like the, the, your options in terms of input very limited so what you can actually do to into the game itself is very limited like you know we're we're starting to see controllers come out for tablets and smartphones but i think that has a ways to go before that actually really hits mainstream you know because like really you know who's carry who's going to carry a controller with them with their phone you know that that seems the, the same kind of intuitive pe- yeah but th- no these will be the same kind of people who carry an entirely separate device with them and their phone yeah, but if you're gonna carry an entirely separate device, just carry a different device. No, like, I'm, I'm not gonna carry my phone in one pocket and the controller from my phone in another. No, but if if you yeah. could get the same experiences that you get on your Vita, except you have to carry it in two parts, and one of them is your phone, and the other being a, a controller, like why why wouldn't you? But like, I can't. Well, you can't now. But I'm saying when when if the device came out, oh, you sound like you're underwater. What? You sound like you're underwater. How'd that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Is your girlfriend watching know. porn or your fiance? <laughs> She's not here, so I'm the only one watching porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at least we got that clarified. Yeah. So go ahead before you before somebody dunked your head in the tank. What were you saying? No. Um. No, but I'm saying like if there's a device that like because you're asking like who would carry around you know this this peripheral along with their phone and then I'm so I'm countering you know who well, who carries around a whole separate gaming device and their phone. If you're willing to carry around two devices and make do with having the space for those yeah, two Yeah, but then I get two devices with two sets of different types of games. This is two devices for one set of games. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying really... Yeah, it's, it's like all, a device and accessory. Yeah, but it, it's 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 basically, it's all about the games. It doesn't matter if you can play them on your phone or if you can play them on your, on your, you know, your Vita or your PSP. It's, well, it's fundamentally, if you're willing to carry, if you're willing to allocate this much space on your personal body to gaming, I don't see what difference it makes whether it's a phone because you're going to be carrying your phone anyway. Yeah. If it's if it's a phone and a Vita, or if it's a phone and a controller peripheral. Well, that, well, if, oh, go ahead, Mikey. Well, if they can produce game qualities on the level of, uh, of Gravity Rush or Persona Four Portable, yeah, I'll just carry my fucking phone. But like. I highly doubt I'm going to get that. Right. Well, the thing is, like, you know, first of all, carrying a Vita in your pocket or even a uh, a 3DS in your pocket is a lot easier than carrying a controller in your pocket. Like, 
a controller is a controller. Like how how small are you gonna make the controller? That's gonna affect gameplay as well. Like the controller, I think it's called like the Mogo. Like I think that's what like one of the the one where it has like the clip in the middle. You can open it up. You can open the clip and then pop your phone in place. Like that's it's shaped like a controller. It feels good. You could probably you could play games with that thing because of how it feels. If you start altering the controller so that it's smaller and thinner and fits in your pocket, now it's not going to be as comfortable. The form factor is not going to work out, and it kind of defeats the purpose. So put put it in your satchel or something. You carry a satchel? Who doesn't? <laughs> Mikey. <I> don't <laughs> Mikey a doesn't carry a satchel. So yeah. Um, you can't use that. Everyone carries a fucking satchel. Satchel excuse. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so. especially can claim that. So no. <laughs> it's well, dumb. I'm sorry, I went there. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Like I just had a huge debate over this other with this other friend of mine who carries a satchel. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't answer me, and I'm like. Thank you. I didn't know satchels <laughs> were such a hot topic. They're not. They're <laughs> so stupid. Apparently, are because we're talking about it now. And you talked about it with a friend. Because <laughs> I wanted him to stop carrying it because he looked like an idiot. <laughs> friends don't let friends wear satchels. Oh, that's the message for today, kids. <laughs> Dude, but, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I I just I mean I be honest with you, I really I just don't see somebody carrying a uh, a controller the way they would their Vita. <laughs> it just doesn't really work like that. And, you know, I, Nick is always the as the eternal optimist, so maybe I I wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. They'll they'll just wear their wear their little uh, Moga Pro around their neck. Yeah, well that's no. See, it's cheap though. You can't do that. The Vita was new. You know, the Vita was new, and it looks good. So I could wear the Vita around my neck. You've never seen anybody wear, like, cheap, fake jewelry before? Uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely seen that before. Yeah, but the, just the, this, this, the whole survey, I don't really think it, re- it reflects the industry as much as it's made to look like, you know. Because, like, you, you know, you brought up earlier, you know, you have a game, a major game that's being worked on, and you have like 200 or 400 people working on that game, how many of those people are actually going to GDC? You know? I think the GDC is like, uh, did a survey of like 2,500 attendees. I wonder how many attendees are actually going. Um, you know, because like 400 out of 2,500 is actually a pretty big well, chunk. Well, no, I think the 2,500 intends on going, but I, I think, like, like you know, that's. I think that's fundamentally the question, though, is because even then they talk about how, uh, what was it, forty-six percent working companies of ten people or less. If you have a company of ten people or less, and you're going, you know, if like two or three people are going to GDC, you, you know, that's a huge part of the company. Whereas if you've got, like you said, like a two hundred to four hundred person development team, you know, what maybe you send like four or five, and that's a much smaller base. And so, I think these results are inherently going to be skewed towards. You know, towards indie developers, towards mobile developers, and so for them to be like, well, we have a large subset of indie developers here, and then to be like, well, that's a sign that the, deve- the that the industry is moving in that direction. It, it it's again, I don't. They're not doing. It's not a valid cross section. It's it's right. there is some self selection going on here. Right, I, I agree. So um, 
Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more more talk and debate on that. Actually, I'm, I'm very I'm looking very forward to GDC this year uh, because there should there should be a lot of talk about new consoles. Hopefully, Microsoft by the time GDC comes around, Microsoft has already uh, announced their new console. Cause I know Sony is actually gonna hold like a workshop there, I believe, for the PS4. So it should be interesting times. This whole all the conferences this year should be interesting. GDC, uh, E3, Gamescom, even Nintendo's going back to Gamescom. Ooh. So that should be interesting. But uh, let's uh, let's talk about our last topic here, which is uh, another Cliffy B article. Two weeks in a row we're talking about this guy. Uh, somebody who is retired from the games <laughs> industry. <laughs> um, so retired, I sure do have a mouth on him about it. Well, sure. Yeah, he has a lot of opinions now. Well, also, when you're retired, you have a lot of time to express those opinions. That's true. That is very, very true. That's like just a quick side note. Like you know, you know Tom from MySpace like writes for TechCrunch sometimes, huh? And so he's always like, "Or is it Mashable?" It might, actually, I think it's both. But he's always expressing opinions on stuff. And I'm just like, "Oh, Tom, I remember you were my friend." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you should look him up on Facebook. Yeah, he used to be my only friend, but. Yeah, so he like <laughs> is Cliff Cliffy B the Tom of the game industry? No, he's he. It, well, no, I was like, I'm not gonna say he's more successful than Tom, but he he's had more consistent success. Let's just put it like that. I think you can say he's more successful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, so yeah, so Cliffy B was uh, I guess he 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 wrote a a, a blog post actually a rather large blog post so that you know. We pretty much, the gist of it is that people need to stop whining about microtransactions and DLC. Vote with your wallet. Video games are a business, not a hobby. So of course, you know, developers and publishers are going to try to make more money, as much money as possible. He also said some things like he didn't think it was fair that people they demonize EA. Uh, but they plays, pray, or praise Valve because, you know, and, and Valve can never, uh, there can never be any fault with Valve, uh, apparently. Which is not true. I guess he forgot what happened with Left 4 Dead 2. Because there was a huge controversy about Left 4 Dead 2 because Left, Left 4 Dead 2 came out like a year after Left 4 Dead. And people were pissed that Valve didn't support Left 4 Dead and were screaming up and down that that you know they weren't going to buy Left 4 Dead 2. But but you know what broke that? The fact that Left 4 Dead 2 was so fucking good <laughs> that they had no choice. Like when Valve said, you know, we just like the changes Valve said the changes we made to Left 4 Dead 2 were so deep and we changed the director so much that we couldn't just make an update for Left 4 Dead. And when I cuz I was one of the people who were pissed too. And when I finally played it you know, cause I played the demo first, and in the demo you can see that this is different. There is very good reason, because at first you just thought it was like weapons update. No, huge difference. So that that's the difference between Valve and a lot of other publishers. Like if Valve could have put that in a free update, they would have, but they didn't because they was like, hey, this has to be a brand new game. And since then they've updated the game, God knows how many times. Well, for PC at least, it's not. I don't blame Valve for charging for DLC on consoles because that's just how the consoles work. But, yeah, so basically he was talking, you know, saying that, you know, it's it's not fair that we, that, that we, you know, we as gamers or gamers demonize EA 
for trying to make money, and then when Valve does the same thing, you know, we we praise them. Like he brought up the fact that you could buy a hundred dollar engagement ring in Team Fortress Two, and it's cool. But yet, if EA was to do something similar, it would be evil. Well, I think part of it there is a lot of it is how Valve and EA go about handling their respective business. Because um, even then, I, you know, we were talking before the show about uh, how uh, one of the EA execs came out and said that they were going to be all or all games going forward were going to have microtransactions with some grand proclamation, and you know, and it's one of those things like when you see something like that. Whether or not that's actually what the executive intended to say, and he's, he's since sort of backtracked on those comments, um, but it, it it comes it comes out and it just makes you EA. It's it's like they wear their greed on their sleeve, and so it's very easy to kind of be like, oh well, they're just doing this to suck more money out of us. You know, we've seen them, you know, buy up, you know, we 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 saw them, you know, buy up Bioware and then put you know Mass Effect Three and as an or, you know as an Origin exclusive, requiring you that you have to install their system. And, and it, you know, it, it's one of those things that it, it, it just reeks of, of like business maneuvering. Whereas Valve, you know, admittedly, yes, they are business and they do do things that way, but they at least tend to give the impression that they're putting the games and the gamer first. And so that's, you know, so that's reflected in how the gamers feel about them. You know, Valve, um, you know, Valve prices those $100 engagement rings and they, everything they do, you know, everything they do, the whole point of their Steam sales is to sell as many games as they can and ultimately to make as much money as they can. And so they're constantly, you know, changing the prices and experimenting with that because they're looking to make as much money as they can. And it just works out in that case. That's also beneficial to the gamer. So it's very easy for us to sort of overlook them you know, over, overlook their maneuvering in that regard. But it's, I mean, fundamentally, fundamentally Cliff, Cliff is right that, you know, they're both companies. They're both looking to make money. I think it's just that EA, EA is just a lot more, I don't want to say transparent about it, but they're, they're a lot, they're just, they don't, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't cover it well. They don't, they don't understand the art of the euphemism. That is so. Basically, what you're telling me is Valve sweet talks to me, and a little bit. EA just beats me. But over it's the a head. beneficial relationship <laughs> with like Valve. Like that's yes. a beneficial relationship. They want to make money, so they make the games cheaper to have a whole bunch of people buy the games that normally wouldn't. You know how many games I've, I've bought that I never would have bought before, just because. Oh, oh and man, bought Spec Ops the line. Like I was like I was like interested in that game. Didn't really want to buy it, but now it's five dollars or it's ten dollars. Like shit, yeah. I'll how, do it. how many games have you bought that you haven't even played yet? Exactly. <laughs> like I, I should take a screenshot of my of my like my but, my Steam catalog. I should take a screenshot of that and just see all the shit that's in gray. So so how is that a beneficial relationship to you if you're buying a product that you're not actually using? But the thing is, I could use like if I get bored you, or something but like you that. You don't. You but, could, but you. Hey, hey, I installed I installed Saints Row the Third and I finally played it. Okay? Because I was like one game. I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna program anything right now and I don't wanna play any StarCraft. Let me just let me try out you know, I I have this game. You know, it's there for me. You know, I got it on the cheap. I got it on the cheap. I'm, I'm- 
I'm not saying it wasn't a good value, but fundamentally you're taking your money and you're tying it up in these games that are just sitting, not even necessarily on your computer because they're sitting as transactions in Valve's computer waiting for you to actually download and install them. Well, who knows? That, that, money, that money could be invested. You could be earning that money back. You could be putting that into a Kickstarter. Not, you know, no, no, I would not oh, be yeah, putting because you know Kickstarters are so secure <laughs> and that they'll always go through. But the thing is, like, there has been times where I'm like going to take a trip somewhere. And so I'll just like, like I'll be in an airport and I'll open up Steam and I'm able to like throw a, like a, a like a small game on it because I'll I'll take my laptop that doesn't really play games that well and I'll throw like a a small indie game that I purchased for a couple bucks, you know, and I'll, I'll do that like that it's there for me it's my game I can do it now yes. you know. No, but I, I I don't I don't mean to get into a side discussion about I guess the the value of of purchasing games you know during the steam sale um because <laughs> i mean fun- fundamentally i mean hey that's great you know the games are cheap you can buy as much as you want but that's i guess my point is that's valve that's how valve makes money off us that's how they monetize us and ea is just way more blatant in how they monetize us because they don't you know origins not to the point that they can do that and so they have to come at us with microtransactions and, and dlc not, and the, the difference is that ea does nothing that benefits the consumer like they, every, they're, 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 how does Origin benefit the consumer? Not well, not yet. It doesn't. But even even uh, Cliff makes the point that when Steam first came out, that sucked too. But you know, or, you know, Origin. It's infancy. You know, no, Origin is not in his fucking infancy, Nick. Then it's in its it terrible twos. Not. Oh, this is not in his terrible twos. <laughs> Origin has been around like that system has been around since Battlefield twenty one forty two. So what year was that? That was what was that two thousand and five. Origins been around since 2005. Yeah, like they got they, re, but they it's rebranded and reworked. Well, and she, it, yeah, it rebranded and reworked. Maybe was it? No, sorry. Maybe it was 2006. Between 2006 and 2007, maybe or even before that. But yeah, the EA Downloader. That's what it was called, the EA Downloader, and then it, was, it got turned to the EA Store, and then they rebranded as Origin. That has been around for a long time. So it's not in its infancy. They've been doing it for a long time. They just. Oh man, we we mucked up this name, so let's give it a new name. Well, oh, it's brand new, guys. So we put new it. clothes on this old dog, and now look, <laughs> you know it's it's no, it's not. Just... It, it, it put new clothes on an old dog, like it, it is not anything new. And now they're forcing people into it by holding the exclusive hostage. Like I would love to play Mass Effect Three, but I'll probably never get to play it as long as it's on Origin. I play it on console. I don't want to play it. I don't want to play Mass Effect on console. Never again. After playing Mass Effect 1 and 2 on PC, I just can't do it on console. No, you can't. You can't. It's not the same. That's why I didn't do it, ever. So yeah. I don't have to deal with fucking Origin. Yeah, I just don't, I don't <laughs> want to deal with Origin. And that's the thing, like, but hey, besides that, just saying, like, EA doesn't do anything to benefit the customer. That's the difference. That's why people will demonize EA. And this whole microtransaction thing, just it's just it's bad. You could you could totally sli- see the slippery slope, you know. You so we see what happened with DLC when DLC first came out. DLC was used to extend the life of games, mm-hmm. but now, like you know, they are holding back content. Well, you know, they are holding back content on DLC, and you could totally see them doing with microtransactions, like you know, or Real Racing Three. What happened with the Real Racing Three game? Where uh, every any upgrades you want, 
you have to purchase. And then on top of that, if you want to apply the upgrade right away, you have to pay for that. Other than that, you have to wait. Who the nah. fuck plays that game? Nobody now. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, okay, I was like, wait, you can play this Nobody now, but that's the thing. Like, um, yeah, you you can totally see them getting to, doing this whole microtransaction thing like, in Dead Space Five. Oh, you need ammo? Guess you better put a couple dollars in. You know, but who knows? It would be a shame if some necromorphs popped out and you didn't have any ammunition. You know. uh, but, but, but no, but Dead Space is actually a good point, though, because that was a game that admittedly there were some other problems with it that we talked about earlier, but it also did have the microtransactions. And then we saw that that game didn't sell very well and clear, you know, it did, you know, it didn't make that much money off the microtransactions. And so now that whole franchise is in jeopardy. And so that's kind of Cliff's, Cliff's point is that if you don't buy the games, if you don't spend money on the microtransactions, then they're going to realize there's no point to doing them and they're going to stop. But it's, even it, with Dead Space selling poorly, they still made the statement that like, all of our games got microtransactions. Which I don't have a problem with microtransactions. It's just how they're implemented. If your microtransactions are intrusive and get in the way of me playing the game without me having to spend extra, you know, with me having to spend extra money to get the true experience, then I'm gonna have a problem. You know, I'm going to have a problem with that. And and so so you think then that we can't trust EA to actually not get in the way in that regard. No, <laughs> no, we cannot. No, fuck no. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Activision hasn't tried to jump on. Activision the has been out of the spotlight. For they, hate they've been for out of the spotlight. While. They've been out of like the the the, 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 the demonized spotlight for a while. Yeah. Like EA has been just been pouring it on. Like here, guys, just put it all on us. And Activision's... it used to be. I remember when Dead Space One was coming out, and it was like, oh, EA isn't so bad. Blah 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 blah. EA partners. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And now it's like, fuck EA. Yeah, like EA. <laughs> that's funny because EA, EA has periods where it makes good decisions, and people get back on the side. I remember like a couple years. They made some good decisions with Madden, and like the Madden yeah. fans are happy. Yeah, they made mirrors. And now the Madden fans, they're mad again. You know, every time they get big, EA is like, okay, well, how can we take more money from them now that they're on our side? You know? Yeah. That's the thing. Like when EA with Battlefield, like a uh, bad company, like, oh yeah, it's made primarily for PC and blah blah. Oh yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot, EA. And now it's like, well, now Battlefield Three is Origin exclusive. Battlefield Four Origin exclusive. You know, like that's the thing. Like they have bouts where they do good, and then they have bouts like just years where they're good and years where you hate them. Like, come on, you can't keep flip. You can't flip. Keep flip flopping, EA. You can't keep flip flopping. Good or evil, pick a side. Activision has clearly picked a side, and they do not give a fuck. <laughs> they they do not. Okay, so they're renegade. Um, Activision's like, we're gonna get that paper. <laughs> that's pretty much you. That's you know what to expect from Activision. You know, we we're, clo- put- we're we're going to close your favorite developers. If they don't make us enough money, okay? <laughs> like you know what to expect from Activision. Uh, still miss Bizarre, but anyway, the yeah, Cliffy be like he uh, uh I, guess, I guess his comments because uh, actually I was on Twitter the day that he actually said that, and a few developers that I follow on Twitter had some very negative things to say about his comments on microtransactions. Um, I just, uh, you know, I just, personally, I don't mind microtransactions as long as they're not implemented in a way that they are intrusive. Yep, pretty much. You know? They just, yeah, as long as they're not intrusive, that's fine. And he's right, you know, you vote with your dollars, 
to a degree that works to a degree that actually does work but that's to those who are informed of the situation like a lot of people especially like the mass market that that the, um the industry is going after now they just don't know they just think that that's the way things are right now but I, would, I would hope they would know you know don't frivolous well i guess again frivolously spending your money is uh, is relative but but still i mean i i would have to think like you you don't have to be like a, a core gamer you know to be playing uh, you know even like a free-to-play game and then to know when the push to spend money becomes obnoxious I think that's just something that you should intrinsically know. And I think any game where you feel that they, you know, they're, they're push for you to buy their, buy their product. When that becomes obnoxious, that's when you need to say, okay, like clearly these guys are doing it wrong and then step away and just let it go. I don't know. I mean, like, forget, I mean it may just not be that big of a deal to them. Like, let's be honest. Like, you know, if I'm looking at a game in the microtransaction, like, Oh, you can spend a dollar to do this. Or you can spend $2 to do that. Dollar, $2 is not that bad. It's just, the reason I wouldn't spend it, I'm like, are you serious? You're just trying to suck more money out of me right now. That's how I would feel. But like a lot of people are just like, oh, that's not too bad. Boop. Get it. Yeah, you know? I'll give you like one or two dollars like once or twice, but unless unless you're like an eight-year-old on mom and dad's iPad or, you know, unless you're just rich. <laughs> In which case, what do you care what you're spending your money on? Like, I, you know, like that, that's, that shit adds up. Like, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye on that. People, people have racked up serious bills on free-to-play games, and one would hope at least that they're doing it because they their kids their passwords like well, freaking idiots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That is, I feel no remorse for parents who say, "My kid racked you." Blah, 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 blah. Watch, you give them your password to your credit card, you idiot. Yeah, you definitely like let your kid on the internet without any type of supervision. You're lucky you yeah. didn't get raped. Yeah, you're lucky <laughs> they didn't get raped or they didn't find you on XTube because we all know you're there. <laughs> Okay, Mike. Dark secrets coming out. No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm talking to you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, come on. <laughs> Just saying. Well, seriously, if you have friends on How the fucked up would that there. be? Huh? <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Not yet. Um, so, yeah, like, it's... Yeah, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I just personally think that Cliff was wrong <laughs> about this one. Actually, Joel Couture, he I'll put that into the uh, into the show notes. He actually wrote a pretty good article regarding this counter uh, a counter a counter article regarding what Cliffy B said. What was what was that video some years ago? The 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 the, the, the guy all all whiny about Britney, like don't don't something leave like, Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. Thank you, because that's kind of what I feel like Cliffy B is doing here. He's like leave EA alone. Yeah. No, he's just spouting off so he can get some more time in the sun. Yeah, whenever he needs to just get back to making games. He needs to go back and just make Unreal Tournament better. Uh, yeah. I I don't want him to touch the franchise anymore. Okay. He's soiled it. Please stop. Just don't really? do it. Just don't do it? Just don't do it. It's He's... okay. We're probably never seeing Unreal Tournament again anyway. Probably. You're probably right. Which is really depressing. but It is. It is. Let's, uh, that's our last topic. Let's talk about what's coming out. Um, so SimCity, The Showdown Effect, and Tomb Raider came out this week. Also Castlevania, Lord of Shadow, or Lord of Shadow, Mirror of Fate came out. Showdown Effect, when I played, is a side-scrolling, like, multiplayer shooter, which was actually pretty cool. I talked about it a little bit. I'm gonna see if we can get a review copy, get a review up. Uh, MLB The Show also came out, so that's fine. Ultimate, the Ultimate Spider-Man, 
oh, the Amazing Spider-Man Ultimate Edition came out, and I don't know what that is. Like, it's the Amazing Spider-Man, like, the game that came out, I guess, last year, but now it's the Ultimate Edition? What's the Ultimate? Like, what makes it Ultimate? I don't know. Oh, well. I, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't see, I'm looking here, I don't see anything, anything extra on it, but whatever. Um, probably shouldn't even mention it, to be honest with you. So sorry for wasting your time, folks. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, Thanks, um, MLB the show, MLB 13 the show came out, Fuel Overdose came out, uh, Midnight Club and Midnight Club 2 are coming out on PS2 Classics. Oh, that's kind of nice. That's actually pretty cool. Actually, I got a free copy of Midnight Club 2 on Steam from just uh, from the Rockstar um, group on on Steam. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, like thank you, Rockstar. Uh, let's see. I don't really see too much. Well, well, you know, next week. <laughs> next week, God of War. Jared's favorite week. God of War, essentially, and that's not the game that Mike's talking about. The no. Heart of the Swarm. It might just be Mikey and fucking Nick on this podcast next week. <laughs> yeah, because he, we're gonna lose him to the Swarm. Yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be incredible. I cannot wait for that game. Like I've been watching some of the videos, some of the multiplayer videos. Uh, and then do you play just, Zerg? Or do you just play yeah, all the classes? I play Zerg. Do you play everybody? Yeah, Zerg is my primary class. You're not even human. <laughs> like, oh, uh, God. That's what the enemy says. He's a monster! Like, that's, yeah. But I'm bummed. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even get a chuckle from Nick on that one. He's just like, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, that's coming out. That's gonna be good. And, uh, Oh, Lego City Undercover apparently comes out March 18th. Maybe oh, that wow. can help Nintendo out a little bit because that <laughs> was one of the only titles I was actually looking forward to. I wonder how God of War multiplayer is going to be. Now that, now that we mentioned that. Hit <laughs> Triangle. Everybody. Simultaneously. Really? Is, that, is that it? <laughs> that's where I think. That's what I think of a God of War. Like, just, just keep mashing those. Just buttons. mash square and triangle. Hey, mash square triangle, dude. Oh, so it's Dynasty Warriors. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, so. Uh, I guess things are kind of cooling down in terms of game releases. Uh, Bioshock, I guess, is like the the biggest release coming yeah, up. Yeah, I months. I I won't be here. I'm gonna play Bioshock that week. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna wrap us up here. Uh, as always, you can catch us on SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud.com/slash/mash those buttons. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes. Uh, you know, so the podcast could get dropped right onto your iPod or iPad or whatever you listen to it on. Uh, we are also on Stitcher Smart Radio, so if you want to stream the podcast, you can do that. Apparently, you can stream the podcast on Twitch as well, because <laughs> well, we're, streaming you know? right, yeah, we're streaming right now. Uh, you can also catch us on Twitter.com slash MTB site. We're on Facebook.com slash Smash Those Buttons, and we are also on YouTube.com slash Smash Those Buttons. So that's how you can stay inside of the Smash Those Buttons universe. But as always, we thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, well, we will catch you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Don't take an arrow to the knee. Once again, Nick didn't even chuckle. Wow. I did. No, actually, I did. There it was, I guess it was an audible, but I did it chuckle. Was like a, it was like oh. a smirk. So you That's laugh at his bad joke? You don't laugh at my bad joke? Uh, huh? Well, you, I didn't even. What was your bad joke again? See, you didn't even remember it. Didn't remember. <laughs> it just happened a couple minutes ago. <laughs> Jarrett, Jarrett, we're, okay. we're, we are through. It'll Nick. be okay. We're Aww. through. We're through. 
Game over, man. Game over. All right, folks, you have a good day or night. Everybody except Nick. Fuck Nick. <laughs> fuck Nick. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nick. <laughs> All right, later, folks. <laughs>